0: Every epic adventure needs a treasure map, and every career journey needs a purpose and strategy. Let's take this trek together. I'm Megan Valley,
1: And I'm Brad Minton.
0: This is Your Career GPS. Welcome to Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, college students, and new grads navigate their personal career journey. I'm Megan Valley
1: and I'm Brad Minton and we are so glad that you are back with us again. So, I kind of want to start out this second episode gauging your starting point, really knowing where you're at. And I want to just kind of take it back for a second and and say that if you do fit that description, that criteria of, you know, who this podcast is in, intended for, I think all of us would agree that, you know, we all start out really wanting a fulfilling career. We all have this idea in mind, particularly when we're young, right? When we're, you know, 18 years old, just kind of venturing into the world of adulthood. We have this this vision in our head about the the life that we're going to create. We want, and I hear this from students every day in my work. I know Megan, right? You hear similar things?
0: All the time, yes.
1: Right. So, you know, I I, I hear these statements about, you know, I just... I want to make an impact. I want to to do good for other people. I want to help. I want to solve important problems with the work that I do. And so we we all start out with this this big ambitious dream about the the goal, the impact that we're going to have on our life and our career, and potentially even our communities in the world. And so, with that in mind, I think it's important to recognize. Um, you know, a pretty depressing statistic, which is that two-thirds of adults in the workplace right now are disengaged with their work. And that and that's a pretty depressing statistic if you think about it. And for Megan and I both, I know that, you know, we're not satisfied with that as career development professionals. You know, we know what it's like to be engaged with our work. We know what it's like to be absolutely fulfilled with the work that we do. And I can speak for myself, and I'll let Megan chime in here that it's so important that we provide the platform to help our clients, our students and, and whoever that we're working with, and now you are listeners that we provide you with the platform that you can get the same fulfillment in your career
0: absolutely, and you know, Brad and I, if you were able to listen to our first episode, we talk about our our path to where we are now. And we know that it's not just this one stop, you know, you know, when you're five, exactly where you're going to end up. And that's exactly what happens in life. There's so many obstacles, so many new things that introduce themselves and new interests that we're exposed to. And we just, you know, we follow that path and that's what guides you to that satisfaction and that happiness. We've both found it in our work and we've both had similar journeys in that we, it wasn't just linear. You know, it's, it's, oh, taking the stop here and moving into this next role here, deciding what you like, what's fulfilling in that role, deciding what you don't want to keep in that next move that you make. And being able to recognize that and know that it's all about that journey and it's all about each one of these new stages that we enter that's what guides us to that fulfillment and happiness. I think that's so important to recognize. A lot of our the students that I speak with and Brad, I'm sure you've you've encountered this mm. all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: come in feeling so stressed because I don't know exactly what I want to be for the rest of my life when I'm 18. Well, (laughs) Uh (laughs) a massive, a massive amount of us, the majority, vast majority of us don't know what we want to be when we grow up and are Uh still figuring it out as we're, you know, moving through adulthood and, and taking on these new roles. So I love that we're here to combat some of those insecurities and some of those feelings and help you to see wherever you're at right now, wherever you are starting you can reach that fulfillment
1: absolutely and you know a point that megan made there which is is so critical is is we do start out with this really really big expansive thinking and um, and and some of it is is you know just not factual there is a traditional tried and true question that so many students get when they're really young which is you know, what do you want to be for the rest of your life? Or what do you want to be when you grow up? And one of the things that we're going to talk about in in episodes to come is that there are much more important questions that you can really discover within yourself that you can take the time and and really investigate that are going to lead you to that, that career fulfillment that we're talking about. And thinking that, the rest of your life is a decision that you have to make at 18 is is pretty anxiety producing right and and you know it's not about that again you know we use this word journey on this podcast a bit because it is it's a journey it is not the destination in and of itself it is not a decision that you make today and is the determining factor of where you're going to be 30 years from now maybe that was the standard 50 years ago but mm-hmm. we live in a very different world. We live in a, a constantly evolving, constantly changing you know, workplace today. And you're going to be exposed to so many things over the course of your lifetime that are going to open up new roads that are very much worth looking into. I know that I experienced that myself. Again, what I mentioned in the last podcast episode is I thought I was going to spend my entire career as a marriage and family therapist. And here I am not doing that anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, I, and I've only been out of grad school 13 years. So mm-hmm. um, so I, I think it's, it's fair to say that, uh, that we need to really have a paradigm shift about you know, what this journey is about. So today's episode is called Gaging Your Starting Point and Knowing Where You're At. And so the first step, as I mentioned in the previous episode, is about discovery. It's about figuring out where you're at right now so that the journey ahead is going to make sense. And so finding your starting point is all about the elements that bring you clarity, that help you discover yourself. So there's a couple of things that really go into that, right? It's not just, you know, what do I like to do? And for so many of the students, I know I can speak for myself. I know that uh, Megan can certainly relate to this. A lot of times that's kind of where the, where the discovery ends for most people. They think mm-hmm. about, what do I enjoy? You know, what are those classes that I like to take? What's the subjects that really I find interesting and curious? And, and, that is a, and that's obviously an important component, right? But that's not the only component. There's a lot more deeper introspection that we really need to go into,
0: Yeah. And another important piece is, yes, what do I like to do? Of course, that's important. You want to enjoy the work that you're doing. But, you know, recognizing that we as ourselves internally can't always see all of our strengths and all of the things that we bring to the table, being able to talk to others and, you know, ask them, what do you think I'm good at? (laughs) You know, what Mm -hmm. what would you say my qualities are? that I should, should expand upon. You know, a lot of the time it's a light bulb moment. You don't even realize that you have a certain gift or a certain ability until it's recognized by someone else. So just asking yourself, what do I like to do is so limiting. It doesn't allow you to explore all of the many different avenues there are. And we're gonna go into some questions in a bit here that, that talk more about each of those different avenues. But just recognizing at the beginning, if you've asked yourself, what do I like to do? And you're feeling stuck, That's okay. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. normal. That is one of many things we'll be thinking about with this exploration.
1: Yeah. You know, I think in, in addition to that, I would probably say that if you are 16, 17, 18 years old, and you don't really even have a concept of what your interests are right now, remember that that's okay too. You know, you have to think about our interests so often are brought about by exposure. Right. And at 16 years old, at 17 years old, how much of what's out there have you really been exposed to? So that's perfectly fine and perfectly acceptable to say that, you know, I just don't, I don't even know where to start. Right. And so, so we want to be able to kind of help, you know, dig into, uh, you know, finding that starting point. A couple of other things that, that I would add to is that there are a lot of other elements that that as we're exploring you know with our clients that we want to really really help get the wheels turning and so you know we want to look at things such as your experiences because your experiences are the almighty teacher and sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's through the experiences through the through the stories that you have, there's clues. There's clues in there that you can really do some amazing discovery if you know where to look. And so we have an amazing guest lined up who's going to talk to us about that. Megan had mentioned about skills and that it is so important when we're assessing skills because skills are ultimately going to be the determining factor of how successful you are in a career, right? (laughs) And so it's important that you don't just look into you know, what do I have the skills in today, but also think about, you know, what skills do I want to develop? Because, you know, I can be, you know, the next Tiger Woods of golf, right? (laughs) I could be, you know, an absolutely sensational golfer. But number one, if I don't really want to develop this skill, it's not going to be terribly useful for me in the long term, right? Right. right. And and the other thing that's important to think about, too, is, if you have a certain skill or if there are things that, um, that you are aware that you possess, it's important to also factor in, as Megan said, the perspectives of other people around you because that can really, really provide great enlightenment for you.
0: And Brad, I love that you bring up the magnitude of experience. That is so important because that's another piece that shows us new interests. If we're asking ourselves before we even even had that first position, what do I like to do? What am I interested in? That's based purely on what you've been exposed to, to that point. And when we land that first position, that next position and so on, you take on new projects. Somebody asks you to to do something you've never done before, you go for it and say, okay, I've not done it. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn about it. Right. So experience is it's just huge. And from both Brad and myself, we have shared how our experiences have led us to the next position and the next position. You know, it's not always that, you know, beforehand, I want to end up at point B. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's, hey, let's let's take this ride. Let's jump in the car. And oh, what's over here at point C, you know, Mm -hmm. or someone else is pulling me in this new direction. So that that in and of itself is so eye opening, realizing that these experiences are going to open these new doors that you currently don't even know exist.
1: Absolutely. And you know, fitting on with the theme of your career GPS, we would call those detours. We'd call them shortcuts. We'd call them, you know, alternative paths, you know, because they're not necessarily the ones that you're following a, a straight line. So those things are, are such important lessons that are there that are available to you that you can really do some great self-discovery. So in addition, one of the other upcoming episodes that I think is so important and so critical is talking about this this concept of personality. And personality really defines our preferences and how we naturally interact with the world. And so, so important to really be able to, you know, help you understand the roads that are conducive to the way that your vehicle is built, right? So that particular episode is is really about assessing your terrain, right, and and, and knowing how those roads are going to fit with your vehicle. And so I can speak to that personally. We mentioned on the previous episode that I'm an introvert and Megan's an extrovert, and that means that how we get our energy is is done a little bit differently. But it doesn't mean that we can't do the same type of work. What it means is that we have to have an awareness about this. We need to really understand what it how is it going to look and how as a career coach I can make it work for me and then for Megan how she can make being an extrovert work for her. So, you know, this gauging starting point is really about, you know, knowing exactly all these different elements and how to use them to create this really really clear vision of where you're going.
0: I love that, Brad, and that's going to be a really exciting episode. I love self-exploration just individually, <laughs> me, Megan. Um so so I'm really excited for those conversations we're going to be having. And you know, and talking about this this movement forward and each of these new positions that will be landing as as you're moving through your journey. Um, I like to think of those as, as rest stops, you know, you, you take that break, you land that position, you explore a little bit, you do some reflection, right? Where have I come from? What what kind of um, of terrain have I mastered in in landing at this new new rest stop here? And what do I like about what I'm currently doing? What do I not like about what I'm currently doing? That's going to guide me to that next position and next stop that I'll be making. Do you want to talk about some of these questions that we like to explore, Brad?
1: Absolutely. I think one for me that is so incredibly important as a giver, as somebody who wants to provide and wants to do a great service for other people and and constantly contribute is, you know, who do you want to serve? It's a really, really important question that you kind of think about. Because we all have a different calling in life in terms of, you know, the impact that we make for other people. And so, you know, it could be directly or indirectly, but really, really think about whose lives do you want to impact, right? And I think all of us at, in, in, on some level want to impact the lives of others. And that might mean, you know, helping somebody gain wealth, right? Uh, it might mean, you know, nursing somebody, you know, towards physical health and prosperity, you know, it might mean being the person that provides resources, but it's really important that you kind of dig in to think who's going to be on the other end of that, right? Who is going to reap the rewards of what you have to offer, right? So an important question, but I think it's one that once you can start Really formulating that idea of you know who's going to be impacted by your services, your gifts, your talents, you know, and, and your contributions, then uh, then you're moving along and, and you're making some progress.
0: And with this question, you know, of course, we all start thinking about those humans first, right? Who are these people that we're going to be serving? But I also like to think about some of those those deeper things that pull you as well. You know, are there certain causes that are really important to you? Is it all of humanity that you're thinking about? Is it the environment, you know, um, thinking, you know, animals, do you love working with animals? Is that something that you've just always been drawn to? And is that something super, super important for you as well? So of course, we want to start with thinking about the human impact that we'll have on other individuals. But I think with this question too, thinking about some of those bigger pieces as well, if you know that, you are the go-to person for all of your friends. It's all about recycling, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. do I recycle this? Do I not recycle this? You know, obviously, mm-hmm. that's something that you spend a lot of time with and a lot of research on, and it really matters to you, and it's it's important to you. So, just as a side piece of that question is, in addition to these individuals that you will be serving, you know, thinking, pulling back a little bit and thinking about that larger picture too. Is there? a larger population or a larger cause.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things that we have talked about already is the element of value and really being able to assess the value that you have already recognized that you bring to others or maybe that it's important that you do recognize that you are bringing to others. And you do whether you realize it or not. And sometimes it, it does require that step back to to assess that maybe maybe there are some people in my life that um, that are important to me that have benefited from from me in some way. You know, so um, a question that I love to ask is what do you constantly receive praise for? What are you always hearing from other people? You know, and sometimes that that might directly mean or correlate into a a particular career path. It might mean somebody is saying, you know what, have you ever thought about being a nurse? You know, Mm -hmm. I can totally see you being a nurse. And (laughs) and so, you know, whether that means that that's what you should be or not is really irrelevant. What you want to take from that is what does that mean? And, you know, when they say that that you're really cut out to be a nurse, what what are they implying? you know, are they really saying that, that you're a nurturing uh, type of individual that you care and that you're compassionate about other people or that you're just really efficient, right? Um, That, that you are just a take charge kind of a person that just figures things out. You're very analytical, you know, really kind of get to the bottom of, of what they're saying and, and what it means to you in your life. So whatever you are receiving praise for is a clue that, you have these these skills, these talents, these things that are benefiting others right now that are subconscious, that you're not even aware of. And so it is so important to step back and take some inventory of that.
0: Absolutely. And that value, I think sometimes we we hold insecurities with certain things that, that we shouldn't. Um, Brad, you, you've mentioned several times being an introvert. I'm definitely an extrovert on that opposite side. And so often, you know, I talk to students who identify as introverts and they see that as a, a negative. And I, I just, I hate seeing that because that's such a powerful attribute that you bring, right? So many of my friends are introverts and they are these introspective, deep thinking, very emotional and Um, compassionate heart people, you know, and and they can bring so much insight. So often I'm over here blabbing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) talking and and being crazy and having a great time. And, you know, we're trying to brainstorm or something. and, And a colleague, you know, one specific comes to mind, who's very introverted, will just have this one sentence that is gold and answers mm-hmm. every question we've been thinking about because the whole time I've been over here just talking he's mm-hmm. been thinking and and mulling <laughs> over how are we going to solve this problem how do we get to that end result and and that's such a huge asset that he has with just that you know single quality of of thinking I am an introvert versus extrovert so even those things that we feel like oh maybe this holds me back or maybe I'm this is a bad thing that that I have or that I do Try to see the flip side of that, see the, the value in that, and then embrace it and, and recognize that that's something that you bring to the table. And it's actually a very good, strong thing that you have. Um, Brad mentioned, you know, having a friend that says, yeah, you should really be a nurse or you would be a great nurse, right? Ask that question, why? If you're not sure, if you can't see that correlation because you've got blockers of your own, why would you say that? <laughs> what, what makes you, you know, see that in me? what what qualities are you identifying? If you are struggling on your own to be able to identify that, um, I feel like that's also a big obstacle that a lot of us face when you're given that compliment or that suggestion, that idea, and you can't think of it on your own because you don't see that value in yourself. Ask the question and then you know, others are seeing that value in me. I should also see it.
1: Absolutely. And Megan, you know, I'm a metaphor guy. So I I kind of, (laughs) I kind of, you know, with your career GPS and really thinking about taking this long, you know, journey, I really kind of correlate that to the fuel that you put in your tank, you know, um, and maybe not using the appropriate fuel. And the elements that you were talking about with our thoughts, are self limitations right the insecurities that we have those are so important so important because they really our beliefs define what we do the choices that we make basically human behavior and you know i'm throwing in my psychology background here but but it is absolutely true and i've seen it before in my work i know you've seen it in yours where so many people clearly define what they're capable of doing and what they're not capable of doing before they really know. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it could be one experience that shapes that definition of self and it can be so limiting. And now they are turning down potential opportunities. They're, they're making a detour, right? They're, they're going down a path that maybe wasn't the best for them or or maybe not intended for them because they said, I can't do this because of such and such reason. And mm-hmm. so often those reasons are really unfounded. They're things that Again, are magnified insecurities not all the time you know sometimes sometimes there is legitimacy and, and I recognize right. that but but um, but it is it's really, really important that you get clear on those obstacles and that's actually something that we will be talking about in this podcast is is how to recognize when those obstacles are coming up and how they're impacting the progress and the trajectory of your journey and i'll just actually add in. One note, uh, which is a personal story on that, so you wouldn't know it now, <laughs> and Megan definitely <laughs> wouldn't know this uh, because I've never shared it with you, actually. Okay. But early on in my career, I actually had a fear of public speaking. And oh
0: gosh, you're yeah. <laughs> kidding me! You are kidding me, Brad. <laughs> no,
1: no, and again, whether it was a you know, just tie to an introvert thing, or I don't know but <laughs> but <laughs> but but it was a big fear, and it was a it was a concern of mine and every time I thought about doing public speaking, you know i would the anxiety would just be really, really bad, and i would I would be very fearful, and I turned down a lot of opportunities because i I wasn't in a good place with that, and so long story short. <laughs> save this for another episode, but <laughs> long story short is I had to challenge that within myself. I had to say, is this something that, is this a restriction that you're putting on yourself or is somebody else putting on you? And, and it is so important that you make that distinction that you really, really look within and say, you know, it does, does this have to do with my capabilities or is this a belief that I have about my capabilities? Cause those are two very different things. And so, I challenged myself, and I worked really, really hard in doing so. And I've gotten to the point now where I can honestly get up in in front of fifty people, hundred people. Of course, you know, there's going to be some excitement there, right? Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a, be a little adrenaline bit of nerves. Moving. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of nerves. But that's the distinction. It's not it's not crippling fear anymore. It's excitement. And so, and. and so for me, I really had to challenge that element of myself. And in the process of doing that, I can't tell you how many doors opened up for me after conquering that fear, after challenging that belief about myself. It really was a game changer.
0: That's such a beautiful share, Brad, and so inspiring because all of us can hear you and we know how comfortable you are now. And and even if you've got those nerves still bubbling under the surface, there's so much control and and... and- you know that's just that's really exciting to see someone make it through that challenge and it's so important I'm glad you shared it because so many of us just like you said we have that one attempt a failure potentially and then say nope never trying it again I can't do this and it's just simply not the case and especially if if you find that there is an element in a potential career that you are really excited about but you feel like this one piece is just not meshing or not something that you you can accomplish You've got to try it. You've got to put yourself in that uncomfortable position of, oh, I might fail again. I might embarrass myself, you know, and just bite that bullet, (laughs) take Uh that that medicine, (laughs) because it just gets better with practice. And I I found that not as drastically, I would say, but any time that I feel a lot of nerves and I'm just, you know, kind of in that Mm. moment of anxiety stricken, you know, almost frozen that tells me I have to do this. I have to move forward with this because it's so scary to me. (laughs) I have to try it and I have to see what it's all about. And I, I I'm sure that there have been times, but I cannot remember a time where I actually attempted that and felt that it was as scary as I thought it was before. Yes. There Mm -hmm. were the challenges I faced. Yes. I had to move forward in it and I had to learn new things and I had to question and, and not have all the answers when people were coming to me. But Every time I reached that end goal, I had learned so much and I had discovered I can do this. And each time I do it, it's better than the last. So I really love that you shared that, Brad. And I think it's, it's good to see that we all feel that vulnerability and insecurity. And if we can face it, if we can fight through it, we can conquer it.
1: And you had a beautiful message in there, which is that life really does begin outside of your comfort zone. And so that's what this journey is about. It's about pushing yourself. It's about um, expanding your mind. It's about, you know, grounding yourself in what you already know and then going out and discovering what you don't. And so, you know, it's going to be a really, really exciting next couple of weeks and months as we get some fantastic, fantastic, just incredible guests Lined up to share their knowledge and their wisdom and their insights on things like strength, uh, leveraging your your innate talents. Uh, how do you take these elements of yourself that are already working for you and maximize them to a degree that allows you to to find career fulfillment because you're you're just in the zone all the time? We're gonna talk with experts about you know, personality, like we mentioned before, and being able to understand and have a clear vision of where we're going because we know how we operate, right? What are our preferences and how we interact with the world? We're going to be able to leverage the insights and wisdom of individuals who are, who are going to talk about, you know, things like learning from your experience and being able to, to establish clues and the stories that you tell. And so we've got these incredible, incredible experts in the fields that are going to be able to, to lend their services to us. So we're f- so thankful and appreciative of that. So we really want you to stay tuned with us because we're going to hit the ground running next week where we're going to dive into interests and passions, you know, really building the framework of this GPS and helping you get clear on your starting point. So until next time, This is your career GPS and your journey awaits.